This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Today, I'm talking to Joe Dantone, who is a wedding photographer and commercial photographer. He decided to grow his business by adding commercial photography services. Commercial photography is so different than other genres, and he tells us all about it. Something that I love about this interview is that Joe tells us how things like bids and contracts work with commercial photography. It is so interesting because it is very different from a portrait session or a wedding. He also goes over his best tips if you are interested in getting started with commercial photography. So sit back and relax and let's get started. Hey, Joe, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us about your journey into photography. I actually always say that I got into it by accident. I was always in the arts ever since I was kindergarten, first grade, doing music, drawing, things like that. I got into the automotive field out of college. I started taking pictures of cars and and things like that and just going to car shows and motorsport events and photographing them. I soon realized that I was focusing more on the pictures than I was the actual cars that I was <laughs> taking pictures of. So a friend of mine had asked me, he's like, hey, can you come and shoot a wedding with me? It's up in New York. You know, this is my first wedding and I really need somebody there to kind of help me through it. And I'm like, dude, I don't shoot weddings. I'm a gearhead. Like, I don't, that's not my thing. Like, I don't, I don't do weddings, dude. So eventually, you know, I helped him out and I absolutely fell in love with it. I'm really social and I love new experiences and weddings are just that. It's you know, a totally new environment, every single wedding, it's a new group of personalities, and it's problem solving. And, you know, as a mechanic, that's what I love doing. And I found I could do that while being creative at the same time. So, you know, I got into weddings, took about two years while I was still working at BMW, you know, long story short, I ended up having 24 weddings on my books. And I was like, you know, can I really do this? and work at BMW at the same time, there was a bunch of other stuff that happened, but I was kind of forced to go full time. And and I'm happy. It was like the hand that forced me to do it. So I literally just went and took the jump. And our son was 60 days old at the time. And I started the business. And that following year, I had like 38 weddings, and it just kept growing from there. So that's eventually how I got into doing weddings. and, And then everything kind of sprouted from there. I love asking that question because everyone's story is so different. People, when they're starting out in photography, they'll say like, oh, I put, you know, four years into college or I put X amount of years into learning this trade and now I'm going to do photography and all of those years were a waste. But I feel like there's always something that you can take from your previous career and put it towards photography. So, which clearly you have done. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny, I got kicked out of college. So I didn't even last a full semester in the school I was going to. But I always say like, that's part of your story. You were meant to do that. It happened for a reason. And that's what got you to where you are now. So I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I I agree. So tell us where you are now in your um, photography journey. So right now, you know, I do have the wedding business and uh, about three years back, I actually had to split my business into two separate brands. I have my wedding business, which I focus on weddings primarily. And then I do 
family stuff as well. And then I have another business, which is strictly just commercial work. I made this split because a lot of times when you do commercial jobs, you can't really send them to like a wedding forward website, especially when you're working with like marketing directors and things like that. You're like, oh, here's my website. It's like a couple, you know, having their first dance on the opening page. So it doesn't really work too well. So that's what I ended up doing. So now I have the wedding business and that's doing great. And, you know, thankfully everything worked through everything that was going on with Corona and, and all that kind of stuff. So I had the commercial business and that kind of got legs and started running on me when I didn't expect it. And the weddings are, I pretty much have been building that for the past, I want to say seven years now. That's pretty much where I'm going with everything. I always plan to stay in the wedding industry and, you know, grow the commercial business. Commercial works like weekdays and things like that. And, you know, now that I'm having two kids, I want to be able to have some of my weekends back. So that's a way for me to be able to do that. I totally understand that. How old are your kids? So Lorenzo is seven. He's about to be eight in a couple of days. And Angelo is five. Okay. Yeah. So you've got your hands full with kiddos. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I've got a two-year-old and a three-year-old. And I totally understand trying to find that work-life balance. And it can be very difficult. <laughs> yes, it's very challenging. It is. So the transition from a new, you know, one genre of photography to another can be difficult at times. What lessons have you learned transitioning from wedding photography to commercial and building that side of your business? So I would say like, just because the photography industry, it's a very broad industry and the weddings are drastically different from how you, you know, go about doing commercial work. I'd say lessons that I learned is always listen. And that's one thing that I've learned in weddings is that you always want to listen to your clients, your couples, because their story is different from any other couple. It's not just treated as a wedding. Oh, weddings are all the same. That's not the case. Their story is different. So bringing that into commercial was really a big thing for me because you have to price things different. You invoice different. You're getting these quotes and and these jobs and they're like, hey, we need this done by next week. And you're like, whoa, even though commercial is a lot more controlled than weddings, it brings on a totally different set of stresses. So it's not like, oh yeah, commercial work's so much easier. No, you're dealing with a lot of chain of command. There's advertising agencies that are going to be between you and your client. So there's a lot of different lessons to be learned and you know, little road bumps and, and stuff like that. Another thing is, is that approaching a commercial client, you have to come up with proposals and treatments and you have to stand out from the crowd because they're not just contacting you you have to kind of understand that you're almost in like a bidding war. They're going to be contacting, you know, five other photographers at the same time. And this is something I didn't realize when I first got into it. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to send them an Excel sheet with, you know, a couple line items. And it doesn't really work that way. So eventually I was getting hired to do this job for a, a larger national brand. To be honest, I had no clue how to even approach it. And that's actually the job that forced me to split my business because I couldn't send them to, like I said, a wedding website. So what I did was, is I I took some friends out that I knew that were in the commercial industry. I took them out to lunch, picked their brain, just started reading as much as I could on sample bids, sample treatments, things like that, all within like 48 hours, because I needed to pump this out to get it back to this company. Luckily, I was able to land the job and, and everything worked out great, but it was a big learning curve and big learning experience for me. And, you know, kind of eye opening, like, hey, this is what I need to do for almost every client now. Oh, wow. It's crazy how different commercial is from wedding and wedding from family and newborn and just all of the different genres of photography. It They really differ from each other. Right. Totally different approach. 
Yeah, definitely. What are some of the key things that you did to help you successfully launch your commercial brand? I'd say the biggest thing is just absorbing, just seeing who I'm inspired by, just being able to pick up what they're doing, kind of dissect what they're doing, reading as much as I could. There were websites that had sample proposals and things like that. And I would just pick them apart. A big difference with the weddings and the commercial is that their contracts are totally different. Now you're dealing with licensing because you're producing a product that is going to make this company money. Whereas weddings, it's totally different. You're shooting this for the couple and they're not going to be selling their pictures. It's for them personally. So it's two different mindsets. And I always say, you got to go into commercial with a totally different brain. So you have to turn off wedding brain, turn on commercial brain, and this is how you have to approach it. Doing that and being able to listen. And that's like a huge focus with me is listening as much as possible and picking up the details that everybody's talking about. And you know, the biggest thing is getting on the phone, listening to your client, asking them intentional questions that are going to extract as much detail as possible. So you can go back to the drawing board, quote them, and not have to do a back and forth. And that's been one of the biggest things for me in moving forward and being able to keep up really good communication with them, being able to execute these quotes and everything without the back and forth. How long did it take you to kind of get into a place where you were super comfortable with everything that you were doing with commercial work? Did it take a while to kind of make that transition? I would say the first couple months that I was doing it, there was really no set plan. It was just kind of like, okay, you have a commercial shoot for a restaurant okay, this has to be quoted totally different than what I just did for that bigger company. How do I do that? So it's kind of like figuring that out. And then you get a quote for doing you know, 70 headshots for a tech corporation. You're like, all right, let's try and figure out how to do this one. So <laughs> it was really just learning a lot of different variations. A big thing with commercial, again, is that they always say you really need to specialize. And finding what you want to specialize in is a long journey. I'm still not even through it. I love working with people, like I said. And I feel like that's going to be a big part of what I'm focusing on with commercial work. But there's a lot of genres that fall under working with people. So it's like headshots, advertising, marketing, you know, so many different types. But yeah, that's pretty much, I'd probably say about a year or so it took me to try and figure out, okay, this is what I need to do for this type. This is what I need to do for this type. And this is how I need to approach both. Yeah. I think a lot of people will jump into another genre of photography and be like, okay, I'm going to run with it. Everything's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's nice to hear from, you know, someone who has done this, that it might take a while. Like it's not going to happen a month. It might take you a year to get everything to a place where your workflow is set up and you're comfortable and can quickly do bids and all that kind of stuff. So it takes quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how is commercial photography different from wedding or portrait photography in regards to contracts, pricing, and bids? So wedding, although wedding, you're putting in a lot of time and you're taking a ton of pictures through the day, you kind of have like a set price and you're like, this is my hourly rate for going out and doing this. And this is like the packages that I offer. You're kind of like, you don't really go anywhere outside of however many packages you have or however your pricing is set up. And that's that. Like what you see is what you get on your pricing. And you're like, hey, I need 10 hours, an album, an engagement session. It's right there for you. Like that, that that's your pricing and then that's it. With commercial work, it's like we need 25 finalized, retouched, edited images. Could take up to eight hours. I have two people that are coming on set with me. We have these rentals. This is travel and parking and meals. 
on-site tethering. So there's every single shoot is different. And I'd say that's a huge thing that I had to change my mind or reconfigure my brain about because I was like, every single one of these shoots is going to be different. I have to have my day rate, my hourly rate that I will go out for each shoot. That'll stay pretty consistent, but everything else is going to be different. There's shoots that I could have two people on set or five people on set. There's shoots where I can tether and have a Digitech and there's other times that I won't. So I would say that was really big. And the biggest question that I always get is how to license work because there is no handbook for that. (laughs) There's really no handbook for anything commercial. But yeah, it becomes very difficult to be able to price how much you should license your workout for. And, And, you know, for the mom and pop shop that's on the corner, they might not be able to afford to license their pictures. But, you know, for the big corporations, they almost expect you to charge them for licensing. The way I look at licensing and pricing that is really what those images mean to the person that you're shooting them for. I do have set licensing rates for different levels of corporations and businesses. So that's kind of how I treat that as well. You know, there's other times that you just have to build a licensing into the editing fees. So there's that too. So there's a lot of different approaches and everybody does everything differently. Whereas weddings, you're like, hey, here's my price sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're so different from each other. (laughs) Yes. So what tips do you have for someone that is listening to this and they're saying, I think this might be something that I want to do? There are so many. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have time? (laughs) So many. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I would say the biggest thing is listening. Listening is pretty much the key to anything that you want to do successfully, listening to what everybody else has to say to you, and then being able to act on it. That's really the biggest thing. And making sure that this is something that I always preach is when you get an inquiry for a commercial job, always jump on the phone with them. Email communication, although it's easy, you have to kind of get over that fear of immediately getting on the phone and saying, hey, when can we jump on the phone and chat about this? I want to learn more about the project. I want to be able to get more details from you so I can quote you. I can get you an exact quote. Getting on the phone, I have template of questions that I ask, making sure that I can extract that information from them, write it down, and then go back to building them a quote and not having to do that back and forth. That's a big thing. A lot of people in the commercial world, they don't have the time to be able to keep communicating back and forth with you. They're doing their actual jobs and they were tasked with finding a photographer to complete something for them that they can't do. You have to really respect their time and jumping on that 10, 15 minute phone call, 30 minute phone call with them or the marketing agency, really figuring out budget, where things are happening, what their timeframes are. Those are really big questions that you really need to ask that'll help you create a more focused and more exact quote. The other thing is, is, uh, Don't necessarily shoot for free for people, especially when it comes to commercial work, because like I said, they are going to be using those pictures in order to get them business. But I will say that there's a thing called spec work, and it's pretty much like your own project, like going out and doing something for yourself in order to benefit the people that you're shooting with, but more or less get something for your portfolio. So that's a really big thing in commercial work is creating spec work and and saying, hey, I have this project, this idea. I want to loop in this vendor, this business, this hair and makeup artist, these people that run this venue or this location. And I want to be able to put this shoot together. It's almost like a styled shoot for weddings. I was just going to ask that. It's like, this this sounds familiar. (laughs) 
Yes, yes. It's a lot more involved. And you want to make sure that each one of those people is pushing those images and tagging people. And, you know, social media is so big right now that it needs to happen in order to get yourself seen. So doing spec work is totally fine doing that for free because it's benefiting everybody that's doing the work. And it should be created in order to attract the clients that you want to get. So if you want to get clients that want you to shoot products, then cool, go to the local store and grab some products that they specialize in selling, bring it up to the studio, start shooting products, tag them in it and put in your portfolio. That'll start attracting those type of clients. If you want to do studio portraits, then start doing that work and and creating those projects for yourself and and try and attract those type of clientele. So that's a big thing is creating spec work for yourself and doing things that always keep moving, always keep learning and shooting. And that's a big thing in order to try and attract the people that you want to shoot. Definitely. I love this because I feel like commercial photography is something that people get so overwhelmed by that they just think, I'm not even going to attempt it. (laughs) So I love that you have some practical advice for us if our listeners are interested in getting into commercial photography. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot to learn. It's all learning experience and you really have to kind of go through it on your own and figure out what works for you. Yeah. So if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can we find you? My commercial work is at Dantone underscore creative. My wedding work is at Joe Dantone underscore photography on Instagram. I also have an educational program or platform that I'm doing for commercial work and people that are wanting to transition into commercial work. And that's Instagram is at tether underscore edu. And that's pretty much my Instagram handles. My website for commercial work is dantonecreative.com. And the wedding stuff is joedantone.com. So if you guys are interested in learning more about Joe or his education resources, head over to shootproof.com backslash podcast, and you'll be able to check out all of the show notes with all of the links that we talked about in today's episode. Joe, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Make sure to visit shootproof.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about today during this episode. If you love this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and hit that five-star button. If you ever have feedback or questions for us, feel free to reach out at podcast at shootproof.com.